Strong values and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM, and the KTAR News app. All right, time to get you caught up on the biggest news story so far today. Did you hear this? Did you hear this? Broomhead's reaction to the hottest news stories. The 2024 election is in full swing, and Arizona's presidential preference election is on March 19th. Maricopa County recorder Stephen Richer explained why voters might see a lot of names to choose from who have already suspended their campaigns. Unless a candidate officially withdraws by a certain date, which has already elapsed, and that person will be on the ballot. And so, yes, it is possible to vote for somebody, and it will be tabulated, but that will go towards a person who's not even running anymore. Will people be deterred to vote due to this? state of the presidential nomination race? Yeah, I think that once, if people believe it's a foregone conclusion, unless they're early voters, I think the number of people that will go to the polls will be the statement voters. These are going to be people that still believe they have something to say, but if it was a competition, people would go to make sure that their person won. I think if they already believe it's a done deal, more and more people will stay away from the polls, and I think turnout drops on election day, not early voters, but on election day because of that. Voters in Michigan go to the polls today in their state's primary, and for the first time, most eyes are on the Democratic primary as there is a movement by progressives to choose uncommitted rather than voting for Joe Biden. Those disaffected Democrats are mainly angry at President Biden for siding too closely with Israel in its war with Hamas, and they're aiming to send a warning signal that unless he joins their call for an immediate ceasefire, they won't vote for him in November. Will President Biden's stance on the Israel and Hamas war cost him the 2024 election? I I don't think that that's going to be the number one issue. I think that uh, down the, that is down the list for the American people as far as issues that they are voting for. We know that the economy, especially high inflation, is up there as number one or 1A. And the other one that's 1 or 1A is this border issue, which is why the president on Thursday is going down to the border. I think those are the two biggest issues for people in this election cycle. Israel is an important one. But given the deciding factor, I don't think it's number one on anybody's list. And I think that it's not something that would be the deal breaker for many people. Some yes, but not for many. You are listening to Did You Hear This? We do it every day at 1120 to catch you up on our biggest headlines. A trip to your local grocery store is costing you approximately 25% more since the COVID-19 pandemic. And a potential merger might make costs worse. A merger between two of the largest supermarket chains has hit a roadblock. The Federal Trade Commission is suing to block the merger between Kroger and Albertsons. The FTC claims a merger will eliminate competition and drive prices even higher. In the meantime, customers looking to save are increasing turning to store label brands. Would this merger make prices worse for consumers? I don't, I'll be honest, I don't I don't know that that's the case. I don't think that it would. Um, I, I just, for some reason, I just don't believe that it's going to make it that much worse. I, the other part of what you just played is what's more compelling to me. As people are moving to store brands and going to less expensive choices. So you're going to see those store brands become more popular instead of the name brand items. I think that message will send, will, will resonate more. I think you'll see brand names start to market differently and bring prices down. If people decide, we'll go to get the same product in a different packaging and we'll we'll send a statement. I think that's going to move more towards dropping prices than killing this merger would kill price would lower prices. If you've tried to get a ride to the airport using a ride-sharing app, you've probably experienced price surging. When a company raises the price of its product or service, if there is an increase in demand, 
Now this practice is coming to a popular fast food restaurant. Wendy's, the country's second largest burger chain, announcing that starting next year, menu prices will fluctuate during the busiest times of day, meaning you could be paying as much as a dollar more for that Baconator during the lunch rush. Wendy's CEO announcing his company will spend $20 million on high-tech digital menu boards that can update prices in real time. Will people stop going to Wendy's because of it? I think so. And, and this could go either way. I'm so glad you included this today because I've been thinking about this a lot. I wouldn't, I mean, I love Wendy's. I really do. I mean, a Wendy's double, they've redone their fries. The fries are great. Who doesn't love a Frosty? But I wouldn't go to Wendy's if they jack their prices. I'll go somewhere else that I also like. There's, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of options. But the other way this could go, if you look at airlines, the first airline to say, we're going to raise bag fees, people say, I'm not going to fly on that airline anymore. And then the other airlines look at that and say, hang on, wait a minute. If we do it too, if everybody's doing it, then do we have people that are saying, I'm just not going to go to any of those places at the lunchtime. We already understand that when you're looking at because of what's happening in California, McDonald's had to come out and promise to lower their prices because of an $18 Big Mac meal because of what was happening with price surging. I think this could backfire on the entire industry, but it certainly could backfire on Wendy's where you're going to start seeing not so long lines at Wendy's, but longer lines at the other chains. And if that happens, they'll back off of this pretty quickly. So interesting. That was, I mean, that was, that's pretty compelling, don't you think? The fact that they're going to spend $20 million to have automated boards that it will change as soon as it hits noon yeah. or and whatever. And could you imagine if you're the person in line, you're the person in front of you, you're looking at the board and they're paying one price and as you roll up, the price changes. I would turn around I would. I would so be angry fast. as well, yeah. yeah. Well, have you ever been, if you haven't, I've seen this happen, when you are at somewhere at a stoplight and you see the price of gasoline change on the sign. And it's like, what the heck just happened? You know, I should have gotten gas an hour ago. Or I should have bought yesterday. Right, but that only happens... You know, once in a while. Can you imagine that price fluctuation? Does that mean if you go and get a, 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 a whatever their double meal is at nine o'clock at night, you're going to pay a really small price and it's going to be a big price at lunchtime? Definitely. That's definitely what's going to happen. Yeah. See, I would do it the other way around because, you know, late at night. <laughs> Desperate times call for desperate measures. That's when you jack the price at That's that time. Hilarious. That you know, three o'clock on a Saturday morning, you don't care what it costs. I just want a burrito from Filiberto's. Right. But That's, at noon, I'm driving somewhere right, else. I'm going somewhere else. Maybe they've got the right idea, they're just doing it backwards.